Hello, shy cast. <laughs> well, welcome and happy New Year's to you. I'm here with another cast. Um, I want to talk about, well, I'm going to talk on like three different subjects. It's going to be brief, but um, long enough for you to, you know, take it in. So, as you know, my um, introduction, that was my first podcast. It talked about, you know, life situation and, you know, just life-changing situations and the small stuff that you can't control. So, um, yeah. And here it goes. Uh, often, more than often, actually, um... We allow ourselves to get all worked up about things that we cannot change. You know, we get worked up about things up on closure examination. You know, we get too close. We want to examine. We want to observe. And when it's not that big of a deal, we still work up or we still work ourselves. You know, to a headache. So it's like. We focus on a little problems and concerns and blow everything way out of proportion. For example, this is, um, who was this? I think it was a good friend of mine. Um, and he was talking to me about a situation that happened when he was driving. Road rage, pretty much. So it's like, um... Someone must have cut in front of him in traffic, and instead of him just letting it go, he went on with his day. You know, he was just cut off. He just went on with his day, but he had to call me and talk to me about it. So that means that he never really, it never left his mind. Although that other person drove off probably a thousand miles out now and probably road raging and cutting in front of somebody else, you know, instead of him just letting him deal with his own drama, he went on with the rest of his day thinking about how much he was upset about, well, he was upset about how much, you know, it bothered him that this man cut him off, or this, this other car cut him off. But however, whatever, he convinced himself that he... You know, he was justified in his own anger. Like, he convinced himself that he was justified in his own anger. And he just played out this imaginary confrontation in his own mind. And that's what many of us do. You know, many of us might even tell someone else about the incident later rather than simply let it go. Why not instead simply allow the driver to have his own accident somewhere else? Exactly what I was saying in the beginning. You know... Sometimes it's best to just try to have compassion for the other person. You don't know what kind of emergency he's in. You don't know um, what the situation or what the case may be. But sometimes you just have to have that extra compassion for certain people. Um, This way you would be able to, you know, cope with your own mind and um, not blow everything out of proportion. You know, he could have been in, like, a enormous hurry or something. This way, 
like I said, you can maintain your own sense of well-being and avoid taking other people's problems personally or with you. Like, that was his problem. He didn't cut you off, so let him go. But there are many similar small stuff, examples that occur every day in our lives. Jesus. Whether we had to wait in line, listen to unfair criticism, or do the lion's share of work ourselves, it all just pays an enormous dividend if we learn not to worry about the little things in life. So many people spend so much of their life energy sweating the small stuff that they completely lose touch with the magic and beauty of their life. When you commit to working towards this goal, you will find that you will have far more energy to be kinder and gentler. So, um, perfect and imperfection. There is no one alive. I have never run across not one person yet that has met the absolute perfection. Its whole life was filled with inner peace. Like, I have never met someone whose whole life was filled with, like, complete perfection. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's fine to be perfectly imperfected. The need for perfection and the desire for inner tranquility conflicts with each other. So, perfection, the need for perfection, just having the need, like, you, you want to, everything wants to be perfect, per perfect, you know, and then your, in, your inner tranquility, that conflicts with each other. It, it just, it's just not, it's not a match. You know, it's like um, oil and water. And um, oil and water or some fucking, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Some a peanut butter and jelly sandwich rice. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Whenever we are attached to having something a certain way better than it already is, we are almost by definition engaged in losing the battle. Rather than being content and grateful for what we have, we are focused on what's wrong with something or need to fix it. When we are zeroed in on what's wrong at all, like, we have no observation. We have no idea what's going on. But, yeah, you still focus on something that you cannot fix. It implies that we are dissatisfied and discontent. Whether it's related to ourselves or disorganized closet, <laughs> that's on another subject. That's the life-changing of magic of tidying up. <laughs> or just, you know, a scratch on the car, imperfection accomplishment, or a few pounds that we would like to lose. Or someone else's imperfections. The way someone looks, behaves, or lives their lives, the very act of focusing on imperfection pulls us away from our goals of being kind and gentle. And this strategy has nothing to do with the seasons to do your very best, but with being overly attached and focused on what's wrong with life. It's about realizing that while there's always a better way to do something, this doesn't mean that you can't enjoy and appreciate the way things already are. The solution here is to catch yourself when you fall into your habit of insisting that things should be other than they are. Gently, just gently remind yourself that life is okay the way it is right now. In the absence of your judgment, everything would be fine. <laughs> like, literally. I'm, like, like I said in my last podcast, breathe 
in peace. Life is short and live it well. You cannot go on with your life thinking that you can fix everything. That's why there is a God. Because you have to put it all in his hands. Like your judgment isn't needed. You know, everything would be fine. As you begin to eliminate that need for perfection in all areas of your life, then you'll begin to discover the perfection in life itself. So, yeah. Perfectly imperfected. And last but not least, um, we're going to talk about letting go of the idea that gentle, relaxed people can't be super achievers. I'm gentle and I'm a re- and I'm relaxed. And I'm a super achiever. And I'm not saying super achiever because I got this kind of money or I have this kind of job. It's the fact that every obstacle that was destined for me, that was put in front of me, I've either went under it and passed it, went over it, passed it, or just walked right by it. You know, it's never an obstacle that I haven't been through. That I haven't learned a lesson. And they always say there's a lesson. And every there's a blessing. I'm sorry. There's a blessing in every lesson. And I've learned my lesson for every obstacle. So yes. I'm a gentle, relaxed, super achiever. Period. So one of the major reasons so many of us remain hurried, frightened, and competitive. And continue to live life as if it were one giant emergency. Is our fear that if we were to be, become more peaceful and loving, we would suddenly stop achieving our goals. We would become lazy and apathetic. Um, but there is, you know, there is a such thing as slowing down. There is a such thing as slowing down. Like sometimes, you know, you would, you'll be going straight. And then you would lose track. You would lose off track because now, now you got all this money, you're on the right track, there's all, like them obstacles, there's always somebody, an obstacle don't necessarily have to be something that you're going in, going through in your personal life, it's somebody that's going through something, and that energy, if you're affiliating with yourself with that person, that energy is going to automatically enter your energy field, so sometimes, you know, you, you have to like steadfast and be like, well, okay, maybe I've I've achieved a lot. Maybe I need to sit back and watch and you know talk to this person. Maybe I can help them so they can achieve. But you can't just you know fear. You can't fear being peaceful and loving. You know, it, it, you have to. Everybody needs somebody, so. Just because you have achieved everything doesn't mean that you can't put your, you know, you can't put your feelings to the side and help others. You know, you can't be open and be, and be loving, you know, because whatever you have achieved, whatever you achieve, whatever goal you have achieved, you're going to either continue to achieve that goal or you're going to move above that goal. So, remember that you can be gentle, relaxed, loving, and still be a super achiever. And you can put that fear to rest by realizing that the opposite is actually true. Fearful, frantic thinking takes an enormous amount of energy and drains the creativity and motivation from our lives. And that's fact. 
When you are fearful and frantic, you literally immortalize yourself from the greatest potential. And I have a test. I have a story because that's okay. That'll be on another podcast, you know. But you know, you immortal, you immortalize yourself, immobilize yourself from the greatest potential. I'm getting a little sleepy. Not to mention enjoyment. Like, who doesn't want to enjoy life? I spent 10 years wasting life. And now I'm about to spend the next 10 years forcing myself to, not forcing myself to enjoy life, period. I I have to, it's like I'm taking away the bad in those 10 years and putting it into the 10 years that I have in front of me. And it's going to be nothing but good. You know, good vibrations, good affirmations, all that. So, yeah, any success that you do have is despite your fear, not because of it. I have had the good fortune to surround myself with some very relaxed, peaceful, and loving people. Some of these people are best-selling authors, they have their own businesses, they're doctors, you know, they're loving parents, they're counselors, computer experts, chief executive officers, policemen, like, like, I've surrounded myself with all of them, and all of them are fulfilled in what they do, and are very proficient at their giving skills, which is love. I have learned the important lesson. When you have what you want, inner peace, inner peace, you are less distracted by your wants, needs, desires, and concerns. It's thus easier to concentrate, focus, achieve in your goals, and give back to others. So, that's my goal. And I love you guys. And that's it. I'll come back tonight with a podcast to um, brighten you guys' nights. But like I said, breathe in peace, breathe in love. No, breathe in peace and breathe out love. Breathe in peace and breathe out love. Love you guys.